All right, welcome to episode three, part two. For this segment, we are going to do a deep dive into mental health. So trigger warning, there will be discussion on suicide, depression, anxiety, and all of that stuff. If you are struggling, feel free to reach out to Ab or I, and I hope you guys take something of value away from the episode. Enjoy. So I got a question for you. Hey. So recently you did a stream, right? You did a mental health stream, right? Um, what was it for exactly? It was for suicide prevention yep. and awareness. Um, I did it with the CASP, Canadian Association of Su- for Suicide Prevention. Okay. Uh, and uh, I had a friend pass away uh, one year ago mm-hmm. this time, and I'm, I hear people, like stories of people struggling all the time. I myself struggle. I know mm-hmm. you had um, issues with depression in, in the past as well that you've talked about. Um, and I just, it, it's tough because mm-hmm. It feels like everything these days, everyone is so disconnected and the best way to kind of like connect everyone is to try to do, you know, spread awareness. It's it's tough because like this stuff happens to a lot of people and you have no idea. That's, That's the worst part in my opinion. Well, the toughest part in my opinion is like it's by the time you know it's too late. And so I was just trying to spread awareness and just talk about it people that are struggling, give them uh, numbers uh, that they can reach out to and uh, raise a little bit for for uh, CASP. The other big portion that I should probably work on for myself and to get, get other people to work on is like not neglecting your physical and mental health, right? Like just like taking the little steps. Sure, like doing, um, talking about, uh, about depression and suicide and this helps other people that are struggling to be like, hey, if this guy relates to me or this person relates to me, but they have to figure out, and I need to make a plan better for myself and other people around me, my friends, my family, the people that I, you know, I think are struggling. I have to get help, be able to help them take the steps, which is why this podcast and which is why helping or you know, learning more about fitness has helped a lot, um, is just helping those people get those steps. That is the best feeling so far. The stream was, was great, and I should do more of those, but the big thing that really helps me is like I can see people changing in yeah. real time in months and that's probably why you're in the fitness industry right why you're doing the job that you're doing you can see the change in these people's lives like you said mentally physically um, and taking those steps I think is gonna be the best way yeah yeah so so how have you found like you've again you've been doing the streaming stuff for a number of years pretty mm. much most of your adult life right mm. Um, so how have you found your relationship with streaming and mental health? Mm, how is tough. streaming and, you know, not just streaming, but also like your online yeah, community, and the, Discord and all that. How has that pros and cons of, you know, mm, living that lifestyle where you're on your computer all the time, right? So I can't really tell uh, what the other world outside of streaming is because that's a majority of my time spent online, right? Yeah. I have been going out a lot more this year and it's been better for my mental health, but my community and all that and streaming... And when I was streaming a lot, it's all online. And I could feel like a huge disparity in the way people are struggling online versus in real life. Like people that you meet just through, you know, whatever, going to the store, this, that, friends. Uh, in, in real life, maybe they're better at hiding it. But yeah. it feels like the people that are chronically online, whether it's for a job or for a just hobby and there's nothing better to do or nothing else to do or just they enjoy gaming all the time but when they enjoy gaming all the time mm-hmm. and it's me included you kind of get lost that's you, an escape too of some yeah you, form, you, right? you kind of lose yourself you kind of lose 
the stuff you have to work on. You kind of lose, because it just feels so good yeah. to not have to worry about that stuff. And yeah. I did the same thing. Like, when I got into streaming hard, what was I doing? Probably escaping. <laughs> yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? Probably. And there's kind of that cycle of, you know, you look for an escape because mm. you want to avoid certain things in your life, right? Yeah. And then more stuff piles up, right? And there's more things you want to avoid, and then you look for another escape, and it just kind of goes into now it's circle. more overwhelming, and the circle yeah. just gets bigger. And it's and that, the it's just that gets cyclical bigger, cycle, right? Mm. Um, where, you know, event A happens that makes you sad, right, or makes you depressed, right? And then you're depressed, so you don't do event B, and because you didn't do event B, you end up feeling bad, and you feel bad, so you don't go to event C, and it's just that cycle of you know just that that infinite, not, well, it feels infinite in the moment, that loop of, you know, it's just, just hopeless. trying to fucking get hopeless. out of that circle, right? Mm. And as that circle continues and as that cycle goes around, that it gets bigger it gets and bigger. Worse. Yeah. And the thing about it getting bigger is that you need to push out harder and harder to actually break out of that circle, right? Like, I've always uh, compared, like, depression and stuff like that to swimming, right? So the analogy that I've used in my head is, you know, like, when you're depressed, right, it feels like you're in the middle of the ocean and you're sitting there and you're treading water and you see a storm coming in, right? And you're like, oh shit, water's about to get rocky, right? And then, you know, you start to get more depressed, start to get more in that cycle, and then you feel a weight on your ankle and it starts pulling you under the water, right? To the point where you're struggling to stay afloat, but it just keeps going down. Storm's coming in, water's getting rockier, weight's getting heavier, you're just sinking more and more. And it just keeps on going and keeps on going until you finally hit that breaking point where it's like, this weight doesn't feel quite as heavy or the storm starts to subside. And it's like just that clear sky and it's like, okay, now I can actually work on swimming towards the surface. And it's just that slow, slow swimming towards the surface, right? That, um, yeah, it's, it's hard, especially when you've got multiple factors pushing on you, the storm, the weight, all that shit, and it's just, yeah, it's tough, right? No, no, it's, yeah. it's exactly how you said, when you get that clear sky, like, when mm. you get that calm water, yeah. you need to start going as much as you can. Mm. Um, like, for me, I know I'm one of the lower output, like, individuals, and it's just, like, I have a bunch of stuff that I want to do, and mm. this and that. And things have been holding me back, at least especially in the, in the past few years. And now I've been getting, you know, much better. But the only happened because when I was okay for those, you know, short mm -hmm. periods, I do a little bit. You know, yeah. you know, I do as much as I can. And eventually, one, you gain skills from that. Yeah. You get better at doing stuff. You feel less overwhelmed because mm -hmm. things are now done. And yeah. it's just like, it's just a little bit, a little bit. Just like procrastination, just like perfectionism. A lot of these things are tied in together where you, it's way easier to... Mm -hmm. get going yeah, and do it once you take that first little step. Now, the thing is about that analogy that I just gave, though, right, is that there's always going to be another storm, right? Mm -hmm. It's never clear skies. Always. It's always never always right? clear skies. Exactly. There's always going to be another storm. There's always going to be more rougher waters. So it's just about strengthening yourself so that, you know, when that storm comes and that weight's on your ankle, you're able to stay afloat for longer, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe next time your head doesn't go under the water, right? Mm -hmm. Because you've developed rituals and different habits that prevent you from dipping down below the surface, right? And that's really, like, with all the fitness shit and all that stuff, and I think this is true for a lot of people, um, even the most, like, broiest of bro, Chad, gym bros, right? They're gym bros for a reason. They're insecure about their place in the world, how they look, how they feel. I want to get girls and smash puss. It's like, okay, why do you feel that way? Why do you need to 
go to the gym and, you know, get bigger and look better because you're insecure about who you are as a person now, right? So even the broiest of bros still feel that, right? The complete douchebags that you never want to associate with, realistically, right? So it's just about all people are struggling with this stuff and it's very easy to get so into your own head that you think that you're isolated. I almost want to say, especially the people that you don't want to associate with, especially the people that are, you know, that live such a, I'm a little negative, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. not sure exactly, you know, but especially those people, like you said, yeah. need it the most. Right? Yeah, sometimes. It's, the most sometimes. toxic people sometimes are just looking for the biggest outcry of help. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, the trolls on the internet, we've talked about this multiple times, right? Just the louder you are, most of the times, you're trying to compensate for something. Because you want to be heard. Yeah. You want to be heard, you want to be seen, right? Um... Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, I get like whenever yeah, yeah, fine, even fine. my stream yeah. yesterday, like I was struggling getting through it because I was yeah. just constantly thinking about, you know, losing people and yeah. And it's tough because <laughs> it's like you lose someone mm -hmm. and that's that's yeah that's 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 it. But at the same time, their memory lives on. At yeah, the same 100%. time, you learn. Hey, I could have. Of course, this is something that like you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't be like thinking, oh, what could I have done differently when they were here? What could I? Have? Yeah. I know you should, it's because it, it gets really draining, whatever. But at the same time, I think it's empowering because mm -hmm. you learn. Okay, like okay, I'm not gonna make the same mistake. I'm not gonna next time I have the opportunity. Yeah. You know, like the big ones, like people's parents, right? They people tell you all the time, like, oh, when I, before I lost my parents, like mm -hmm. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Yeah. I I, and it's just one of those reminders for me, is at least. Uh, that's how I'm feeling uh, yeah. from yesterday and today. It's like. I need to really fix up this and this and this. Yeah, I need yeah. to do this better. At the same same time, you know, again, you've you've got <coughs> you've got one life, right? YOLO, right? Yeah. But you know, that song is completely the opposite of what it. So I thought you it would say be. that song? <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> there's a song before YOLO <laughs> by a band called Suicide Silence, and it's heavy as fuck. <laughs> That's what there's literally yeah literally like uh, Suicide Silence was like one of the OG deathcore bands from the early to mid 2000s um this is a little tangent but from like the metal scene but yeah one of the og but like, they were the og bands. yolo is what you're saying what's that they're the og yolo is what not you're they no. No, yolo was big at the time and they made a song called yolo so there's yeah. a video of uh this you know one of those stupid like oh i'm gonna interview people on the sidewalk for viral clicks and stuff like that classic so it's <laughs> one guy he's like what's your what's your go-to like pump up anthem Yes, this guy, and the uh, both of them dress normal, right? Like, no metal shirts or anything. What's your go-to pump-up anthem? Pass this guy the microphone. My go-to pump-up anthem is YOLO by Suicide Silence. Blast that shit. It comes on, and it's just... Yeah, yeah, literally, like, um... But, tangent aside... <laughs> honestly, that's one thing about the metal community, though, is that, like, a lot of... It, it's, it's a very abrasive genre... And it's got a whole bunch of subgenres and a whole bunch of elitists and gatekeepers and stuff like that. But when you actually dig into a lot of the lyrics within that, there are common themes within certain certain subgenres, right? A lot of like deathcore stuff, which is one of the most more abrasive subgenres. Um, a lot of it deals with you know nihilism and not feeling a place in the world and depression and kind of like right. your quote unquote inner, inner demons. And a lot of the bands also take a twist and, you know, they, they go on, you know, fighting those feelings, right? Um, so there's a lot of really 
deep lyrics to a lot of these heavier metal bands that I think that it kind of escapes a lot of people, right? It's it's funny. I same thing. I felt completely abrasive. Is that the word you're using? Abrasive. Yeah, abrasive when you first when I first because before we started training, I yeah. barely ever yeah. heard metal. I barely ever. But it's like after a while, you like hear it and you hear like the the words that they're saying with the tune and this yeah. and you kind of understand like you yeah. feel yeah and that's what music is right it makes you feel ways and it makes you yeah yeah because i, I mean, started to like it a lot yeah more. at the end of the day like you need to look for inspiration where you where you relate like you need to look for inspiration in areas that you relate to right if some you know if some priest or pastor or something like that steps up and he starts to be like giving advice right um I'm always going to be a little critical because that's not who I am as a person. It's hard for me to take that advice, you know, to heart because I can't relate to that person. Has this person experienced the same things I have? Has this person struggled with the same struggles I have, right? That's why for myself, a lot of the more motivational stuff in the metalcore, deathcore, hardcore scene, like I, it resonates with me because I get what the fuck they're saying, right? I get the feelings that they're describing and talking about, mm -hmm. Right. Um, like there's a band called Hatebreed. It's a hardcore band, um, metallic hardcore, whatever, um, <laughs> for all the elitists out there. But yeah, there's a band called Hatebreed and a lot of the times they get these, uh, they have the title being like jock hardcore that like all the football jocks and stuff like that listen to. But, um, when you listen to their lyrics, it's some of the most motivational, get off your ass, do your shit, fight your like quote unquote demons stuff that I've ever heard. Like, um... I Will Be Hurt is a great song by them. It's literally about having a voice in the world and expressing that voice. You will be heard and how to like muster up the strength yeah. despite the trauma in your life and get there, right? Would you associate a lot of your personality traits or like just like the, your um, grit? Because uh, I feel like you of all people have, mm -hmm. in my life, like you will be able to get through like obstacles you'll be able to you know you never really give up on things like when you upset your mind like, yeah you're like, would you associate some of that to the music that you've listened to i mean like kind of it's it's a it's a positive outlet for me right mm -hmm. um again it's a very aggressive abrasive loud fast dirty ass genre it's of music funny you right? mentioned that because it segues to my perf perfect yeah, segues yeah, to my second yeah. question actually but, yeah. but it's like this is okay so my fitness business is called dark side fitness right play on words for west side barbell right mm. but also because like human beings have negative emotions and negative emotions aren't bad right as long as you use them properly mm. right hate can be a fantastic motivator True. jealousy can be a fantastic motivator Depression can be a fantastic motivator. It's, it's just about using those emotions as a positive catalyst to change, right? Mm -hmm. And that's really what the entire fucking genre of metal, well, there's a lot of genres of metal, yeah. but like most of the genres of metal, you know, hit on, right? Yes, you have these emotions, but you can turn these into a positive. You can create beautiful music out of these emotions, beautiful subjectively, right? Yeah. Um, and that's one thing, like, when I listen to, like, top 40 stuff, a lot of the popular music, it all feels so shallow, mm. right? Because I'm used to listening to stuff that has, like, this very deep, resonating impact, and it's heavy as fuck and juicy. Yeah, right? no, no, I got what you're saying. Yeah, like, I do perfect chug-to-blast ratio. And but... also, you feel like the top 
40 stuff and so all yeah. kind of just like not yeah. the same but it's pretty much you know same yeah, tone same exactly so like I I resonate with the people <clears throat> that make that music <clears throat> I resonate with the actual feelings I get from listening to that music like that <clears throat> fucking heavy shit that just makes your head start bobbing right regardless of what you listen to like there's groovy ass shit in metal that's just like ooh that's the stank face right but that is a good way of looking at certain negativities, certain negative sure. qualities. This is funny because my question was actually about negativity in other aspects. Mm -hmm. But um, let's just say these days I've been noticing a lot of negativity outwards. So people, when they something bad happens to them, mm -hmm. it's they're very easy to blame anything else yeah. but the thing. And sometimes it is something else to blame. Yeah. But... The fact that it's become such a habit that you see it in video games, you see it in movies, you see it in people just like on outside and this and that. They're just mad at the cashier or yeah. this and that. You see it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, how do we kind of move away from that negativity and into this negativity where you're looking inward into yourself? I know this is like kind of a <laughs> yeah, crazy yeah. deep question. Yeah. And, but it, you're one of the most mm -hmm. inward looking people. Like when you look at yourself, what can I do better? What can I do this? That's why I wanted to ask you this question. The key is because I hate myself. <laughs> that's the fucking key to it alright guys you heard it first hatred <laughs> can fucking drive you so hard so fucking hard if you hate who you used to be if you hate the situation of your life right mm. that can be such a big fucking motivator to push forward but Right? how do you not push that out so so but the biggest thing is that there's a lot of this outward blaming of stuff because People refuse to accept responsibility for their goddamn actions, right? You have people who, you know, nothing is ever their fault. And you see this all the time. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows co-worker, like co-workers especially. Because it's always like, oh, my job's on the line if I fuck up, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, shit always rolls downhill. But like, especially in the workplace, like, everybody knows that person who is never at fault. And who is always displacing blame onto, oh, it was Susan who screwed up. It was Mark who screwed up. Whatever, right? But, like, the first way that you're going to improve yourself is by admitting that you fucked up somewhere. How do you improve yourself? How do you get fit if you won't even, you know, admit that you're not fit and mm. admit that it yeah. is a hindrance to your life, right? Um, all the fucking Zen Buddhism in the world isn't going to fucking help you if you're not in a physical state of peace, right? So it's like... And it's so easy just to push that outwards, right? Incredibly easy. Yeah. I think that's probably, it just, it's such a, it feels so good. Just, mm -hmm. Boom. Not yeah. my fault. World sucks. Not yeah. me. Not me. That guy sucks. Not me. It's like, yeah, okay, well, don't be next to that guy. <laughs> you know, there's some yeah. stuff you could do at almost at all points of your life. That's, yeah. I think that's the aura that I'm getting from mm -hmm. you. Whenever I, I see setbacks, people, me especially, mm -hmm. I'll just, setback happens, or at least in the, uh, all good, people, done. Right? Like, all good, it wasn't meant to be, yeah. done. But you're it's like, you're like, okay, what else can I do? What else can I do? When you truly have exhausted your office, okay, all right, let's move on, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but like, I'm I'm the most well, I'm, I'm the most critical of myself. Yeah. Like, nothing I, like, I am so critical of myself. Like, when I watch something that I think is, other people may think is, like, perfect, like a video I make or something like that, right? Or a lift I do, and I'm yeah. sitting there like, ugh, fuck, really? Yeah. I'm hypercritical mm. of myself. Because I've kind of broken down that barrier where it's like, you know, I'm I'm not the most important person in the world. I'm, you know, I'm just doing my shit and trying to get better at stuff. Mm. But I'm willing to put that blame on me, right? 
for better or worse, right? You've kind of built that, uh, you've strengthened that mm -hmm. perspective. A lot of people, they are, uh, I don't want to say we not weaker, it's not the right word, but they haven't trained that. It's, they've just been outwards, like you're saying, putting mm -hmm. everything outwards. But I think another key point is like, it's okay to fuck up. Like, oh, 100%. it sucks, yeah, so, yeah. So, but it's like, you should be nice to yourself too, right? Yeah. Like, you'd be like, it's not a big deal. Everyone fucks up. Now just get back the fuck yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah, when we had pre spoke about this previously in some of our other podcasts is that, you know, if you learn from your mistakes and if you better yourself as a person, it's not a fuck up, right? No. Mistakes are character development opportunities, mm. right? How do you become a more comprehensive human being? How do you become a better human being? You gotta fuck up, right? If you're born with a silver spoon up your ass and you never need to struggle for anything, chances are you're not going to have a very deep character. You're going to be a very shallow, superficial person, right? If you've never struggled in your life in some type of way, whether that's, you know, career-wise, relationship-wise, financial-wise, whatever, but struggling is the catalyst that builds character, right? And that's not to say that all people who struggle are good people. It's totally false. But the opportunity for character development is there, you just need to, you know, take that courageous step forward and be like, wow, I really did screw that up, didn't I, right? Mm. Wow, I was an asshole. Wow, right. that wasn't Mark's fault, and right? And the more opportunities you have of that, your character development and growth yeah. is going to skyrocket because I don't see a lot of people thinking like this. Yeah, it's so easy to blame somebody else, right? 100%. You're the perfect little fucking Karen, right? And it's everybody else's fault, yeah. right? And that's really what it comes down to. And it just limits you. Yeah. It just absolutely limits you as a person. And I see it you know, not just in gaming, like, but gaming is a big one that I see it in. Because yeah. it's like, those people that are, I years ago, I see them complain all the time, my jungler this, my this, that, yeah. this, that. They are never fixing their stuff. No, when I die, but like, okay, could I have warded there? Could I have yeah. done this? Could I have not been in the same spot? Like, that's what could you I have, have to think. Could I have not ran into an <laughs> observable <laughs> skill shot? Like, <laughs> there's so... I saw it coming and I ran forward into it. The, the thing is, you are removing your power when you put it on other people. You, oh, when you blame other people, you just became weaker. Yeah. That, I guess the weakness that is the right yeah. word I'm Dude, for. like, speak candidly, man. Yeah, no, like, that is the right are, word I'm Like, it for. is a weak mindset, right? Now, like, this kind of might branch off a little bit too much, but I wasn't really planning we'll to talk about We'll finish it off with, with all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but, like, we had spoken about this privately a little bit, like, how do you feel about the role models that are available for dudes, for males, right? Something that, yeah. like, it's yeah. such a touchy subject because there's so much toxic fucking male, male stuff going on, male empowerment the, stuff, right? The worst The Andrew part. Tates, Jordan Petersons, right. if you're a fan of them, good for you. We're just gonna speak candidly on this. Listen, I will say Jordan Peterson. He has. He. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's oh, a smart. Yeah. He's a professor. Mm -hmm. He's like. He, but I think the way social media, um, what's the word, premium like it sends it out, yeah. sends all their messages out. It's so. It needs to be like. It's not enough to have like a ten second blah 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 toxic thing that just generates views mm -hmm. because obviously the toxic stuff will generate way yeah, more views. Yeah. And so anything else that isn't will just get pushed down and yeah. it's like outrage bait is. That is ridiculous. And to the people that are online, living terminally online, like, that's all you see. You're just going to be seeing more of that, whether you like it or not, because Twitter is like that, TikTok's like yeah. this, YouTube's like that, this and that is like that. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's really, really tough. And I don't blame these guys that are coming, because they don't know any better. Some people's families, like, they, their parents work, they don't have time to, like, teach everyone everything, so they learn online, and it's like, that's what they're seeing. It's doomed. Yeah. You know, it's Because this tough. is kind of, like, transcend, or I guess it crosses over into, like, a lot of your core demographic, 
um, not necessarily within your right. community. Not my community, but gamers, but in, general gamers in general, right? Like yeah. people who you know spend a lot of time by themselves in a basement, in a room, whatever. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But but like people who spend a lot of times, you know, by yeah. themselves, um, not improving themselves in any sort of way, and they get into that cycle, right? And then you know it ends up transcending into now they're massive Andrew Tate fans, which is problematic. So what what would you like to see in terms of like positive influences for the mm. gaming community in terms of mental health, in terms of you know being a good human being, in terms of presenting yourself to society? Mm-hmm. What would you like to see as a positive influence and role model for your community, your people, essentially, right? Mm, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a good tough question. Not honestly, what I was planning on ans- no, asking, because, but no, yeah, yeah no, yeah. that is a good one. It's and it's, <coughs> it's huge. Like that's mm. like we can go so many different ways. But I think the big thing is like being real, being honest, being because social media fake as fuck. Yeah, everyone's just putting their highlights on there. Just like you just talking about fitness, fitness influencers. Like people think that they can lose this weight in like a week because they see some guy like, oh, I just did this and blah. blah. It's just an advertisement yeah. or whatever. It's like, dude, because Fit just by Steve told them that you can lose twenty pounds in seven days. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it's Fit by Steve. Great, you got a bunch of views because yeah. that's how it works, yeah. right? But it's and he's like sitting there blasting trend. And, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but then the problem is, if you don't play that game, how do you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, and I, but I do believe there are ways, like. Like yep. you're saying, like there's always ways, there's always something you can do that you can be honest and you can be kind. And there are a bunch of really good role models out there yeah. that, are, that do that. It's just like, one, you have to stay away from, <laughs> you have to be aware yeah. yourself enough to stay away from mm-hmm. the shit that's going to make your life pull it down yeah. negative and, and just perpetuate that cycle of then outwardly blaming. But how do you, how, like as somebody who, you know, you know, spends all their time online and, yeah. you know, very isolated, do how do you recognize what's a negative influence and what's a positive positive influence, you know? Right. Like, like where does the buck drop, I guess? That's a great, great, actual great question because I've had this recently mm-hmm. happen where I've noticed a lot of things. I've noticed some qualities of mm-hmm. some people that I stay away from, generally. People that just talk shit about other people all the time. Yeah. Whether that they're streamers, they're friends, they're mm-hmm. people, whatever, it doesn't matter. They're always talking about someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a great way to just outward put yeah. everything yeah. on it. So... Try to, if you notice this in people, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've called it out recently uh, with, with a friend and mm-hmm. they got, they got a lot better with them, right? Yeah. And they started looking at them more and more. Well, you stop talking shit about other I was just like, I don't care. Keep it at a moderate level. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> all things about in moderation. I want to know moderate. about you. Like, that's actually what I said. I was like, I don't care about that. I just yeah. don't know about like, what's going on with yeah. you, right? That's a big one um, that I've noticed a lot. The blaming other things, blaming other people. Mm-hmm. Someone who takes accountability for their actions, yeah. that's a that's a big one because when you do that now you realize when you're an, a person online a role model you have so much power you are influencing people yeah. you are because even you, you are an influencer technically right no right? of course you're and, sitting there playing league you are influencing people with I, your conversation your discussions and all that shit and right? I absolutely look back like you said at dirty ass at, influencer <laughs> yeah, I look back at the shit and I'm like why did I say this yeah. like someone who's young impressionable could take that the wrong way dude your name's Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> true. Not, like, true. I love it. True. I love it's it. But like, we're talking but, about impressions but, and shit. But like you're that, right. right? But no, no, I look back yeah. and I'm just like, dude, I should have. You know what I mean? And that's me looking in word and I'm like, I. Uh, Somebody sure. thought that it was a Breaking I Bad think great hot tub parody. <laughs> Come on, like, what wait, the hell is wait, this wait. Shit, what is this? <laughs> Why does he have clothes on? <laughs> but where's the Breaking Bad reference? But yeah, if you have to tell me one quality or someone who yeah. someone takes accountability for their actions, someone yep. that you can tell that they know that. 
their actions, people are going to be influenced by it. Yeah. I remember a great example, uh, you know, is Boy Boy, great league streamer. Okay. He's, he doesn't stream as much uh, these days, but like when he was live, he was doing constant stream or charity streams, constantly checking up on people. Whenever someone would send a message, every person was a yeah. person to him. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. the thing. And I lost this. Is like you see hundreds of people. Maybe half of them are talking shit. Mm. Half of them are praising you. Either or, whether they're t- saying good shit about me, I don't really listen to it. Whether they're saying bad shit about me, I don't. Yeah. I, I I can't. It's like for me, it was overwhelming. So that's the tough part about mm-hmm. streaming. If you're really trying to take it seriously and you're really trying to see every single person behind that screen as a person, it's mm-hmm. tough. It's draining. Yeah, I wish I could have done that more when mm-hmm. I was, you know, bigger in the scene. Yeah, that's yeah. that's, a, that's a, what I would have changed, but I see that now in other Impacted people. Impacted more people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, man. That's, that's the big one. And then hopefully in that cycle of you treating them like a real person, they treat you like a real yeah. person, the world yeah. gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one thing that we found out with, like, some of the online stuff we've done. It's like, um, you know, just talking to people and conversing with people sometimes it's fucking hard on stream Mm -hmm. where stuff that like an interaction that would happen in real life when it happens on stream it just doesn't go that way right Mm -hmm. like you you ask somebody a question and they just ghost the response or they just like have to do something put the phone down whatever and then it never gets back and it's like 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 we just spent all this time together and then you ask a very real question to them Mm -hmm. And then you just get ghosted, and then three weeks later, they're asking you the superficial thing about fucking right. League of Legends, right? And it's like, dude, like, imagine doing that in real life. You and I are sitting there, we're hanging just out. Walk, yeah, just exactly. walk away while you're talking. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, you and I are sitting there hanging out, and then it's like, I ask you about something, and then you just, like, don't answer, get up, walk away. I was trying to, I was, yep. Exactly, exactly. And I, no, that, I, I, I was wondering where the fuck are you going? <laughs> What's this guy doing? Yeah, That's exactly. what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, but like in real life, when you like you switch that online, you know, conversation into IRL in real life, it's like, like, the same norms don't apply. Right. Right. You know what worries me? Even in real life. Yeah. I feel like it's getting worse. Like people, oh, no one yeah. looks at each other. Everyone's on their phone. Everyone's yeah. on their, and like I'm guilty of it too. I put my headphones on. I don't want anyone because there's crazy shit downtown. You also there's live in the shit. city. You also live in the city. Right. right? Yeah. It's yeah. just you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, fuck, how do we get here and how do we make it better? That's yeah. the tough part. Yeah, yeah, it's a... Uh, little by little, just like the interactions that you have with people. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have changed that one person by mm-hmm. making them feel like a person and mm-hmm. they go change that one person and their family's a little bit happier so they change up. You yeah. know what I mean? And it works the same way inversely. Negative, negative shit. When you're oh, like, 100%. fuck you, you're yep. being, you know. Sometimes they can get better, but they'll just spread it to some other person. Yep. You know what I mean? Negativity so like, breeds negativity, right? Positivity breeds positivity. Not that you always need to be positive no, or negative, sure, but sure. there are emotions. Balance. Exactly, there's emotions to human beings, and you know you're gonna go through those swings. And I mean, does it mean you're manic? No, because that's the first thing when you talk about like mood swings and stuff like that. Like, oh, I get really sad, then I'll get like really, really euphoric. It's like there are like there's the actual mental health condition, but there's also you know that's such as fucking life, man. Like yeah. it's not always sunshine and rainbows, but it's not always thunderstorms and weights, right? Like that's normal. Yeah, in my you opinion. fluctuate through, right? And I think that's one thing that people just need to get in touch with is that, you know, you will go through hard times, you will go through good times, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't establish positive lifestyle habits that you do regardless of the good or bad times, right? Because that helps normalize your life. When you get out of the swing of things and you lose those positive lifestyle habits, those ritualistic aspects in your life, that's when shit goes crazy. Right. Because you, you need don't that lifeline to grab on. Exactly. You don't have anything to anchor you, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're just floating in the fucking water, right? Yeah. You're not anchored to the shore. And that right? sounds scary and hopeless and this and yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. So that's, and I, I think that's a really, really yeah. the 
banger of this podcast mm-hmm. episode is like the negativity and positivity mm-hmm. and how they interact with each other. You worded that very well. Yep. And then you end up as an incel in your basement, hating women, loving Andrew Tate. <laughs> we so, want to avoid that, guys. Yeah, even that, like that, that but, that's, but that's what's kind of affecting a lot of, especially younger men nowadays, is that yeah. positive, or that positive, that negative, that negative influence, right? So it's like, how do you prevent that? Right. understand that social media is really pushing that against yeah. your will really i mean yeah. i dude you you see a negative video about andrew tate and all you get is andrew tate after that it's, yeah, like, exactly. it's like there's no way to avoid that so <laughs> just be aware of it yeah understand yeah. it because you sit there watching because it's a polarizing figure mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you're like oh fuck this guy oh what is he saying and then next thing you know your entire feed <laughs> is just fucking the more you see something the more you actually are more prone to agree to it just out of yeah, normalization so that's yeah. why it's very dangerous that's yeah. why a lot of people do agree with it even though it's like ridiculous yeah. at first right? oh yeah yeah there's plenty of ridiculous thoughts like flat earthers but that's a whole other story be careful out there, lads. Yeah. Be careful. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for tuning in to yep. another episode. Yep. Um, again, I'm Robert. If you guys want to find me on social media, my Instagram, which is where I'm most um, active, is darkside underscore fitness underscore coach. Darkside underscore fitness underscore coach. And I'm Ab. You already know. Heisendong on Twitch. Uh, Heisendong on Twitch. Heisendong on everything. You know. Yep. And then <laughs> we have our joint What's stuff, the- Project Full Heal. Um, it's on YouTube, Project Full Heal. TikTok Instagram. as well as Instagram. Absolutely post some more stuff on Instagram sometime soon. So yeah. Go through my, like we were talking about that, me taking the steps to yep. learn and figure out everything. Yep. We're going to be posting more of that on Project Full Heal. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys again. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.